0: Welcome to Conscious Corner, brought to you by Conscious Coaching, Inc., the show that talks about divorce, families, relationships, and all the dynamics that go along with it. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening, and thank you for joining us. I want to give a shout out to my team, to Joel, who makes us sound great every single week. He is at East Coast Studio, and you can reach him at eastcoaststudio.ca and to The Music Assembly, who provides us with the music, and you can reach them at themusicassembly.com. So today we're going to talk about, I know normally I talk about things to do with divorce and step-parenting and the dynamics that are in those relationships, but I want to start venturing on to families in general, because families, divorced families are still families, and there's a lot of dynamics that go along with families in general that do affect divorce families and step families and blended families as well. And they're more generalized. So this topic is more generalized and it goes cross uh, across the board to all types of families. And we're going to talk about our next generation coming up. So, you know, our very young 20 year olds and under this generation, Gen Zs, I believe they're called. There are Gen Zs in all the families, right? So whether you are an intact family, a divorced, separated family, a blended family, step family, whatever family dynamic you're in, at some point you're having a Gen Z in there, someone who's in their mid-20s and below. Now, this generation, I hear a lot, and I am guilty of this as well, a lot of telling people about like this generation, they've lost their common sense, they have no social skills, no capabilities in that. And I know that Every you know senior generation looks at the younger generations as a lost cause. And I know my parents' generation of my parents and my grandparents generation looked at us, Gen Xers, as the lost generation. But then we weren't. And you know, millennials, we started to look at them as the lost generation, and they're not. Things are different, but it's not like they're lost. It's not like the whole world has come to a collapse and to an end. So now we're looking at the Gen Zs and, and what what are they? And how are they coming up? How are they developing? Because these are going to be the new people that control our world at some point. and And when we're old and can't do that anymore, it's up to them. So, of course, as you get older, you're looking at that thinking, oh, my God, Like, who is this generation coming up to, to protect and save and keep the world going? And what kind of world will it be? Because what kind of people are they? So things that I've noticed with the Gen Zs, and I hear it a lot from my friends, a lot of colleagues and stuff who have kids in this age group, um, the biggest complaints are they have no common sense they are lazy, and I've heard that. I think that that is sort of a generic and general across the board for every generation. The generation below has been called lazy. They can't think for themselves. They need everything done. It's an entitled generation. A lot of these things and a lot of really negative things. and And I don't think other generations have been called that before, not to this extent. So I thought, okay, what is it about this generation that is that that we think of them like that and is making them like that? So you have to remember, these kids are young. So they're from ages about 9, 10, up to about uh, 25-ish. So it's in this bracket that these are the Gen Zs here. So they're quite young still, but we're noticing some patterns in them. And so I want to address some of those. So... And then what do we do about them? So I'll give you stories. Why we think they have no common sense, you know, and I have I have two Gen Zs in my home, an 18-year-old, a 15-year-old, and it's simple things like this, and God love them, love them, and you know, you love your kids deeply, immensely, yes, you do. But there are times you look at them and think, God, you're stupid. How did you, how how did you get like this? And so <laughs> I want to say, and I'll give you an example. So the job of our kids, put the dishes in the dishwasher. One of them unloads the dirty, the clean dishes, and one of them loads the dirty dishes. Now, particularly the one that loads the dirty dishes, you know, okay, so he's 18 years old, loads the dirty dishes. Now, Common sense would say, the sink is dirty, I just took all the dishes from the sink and put it in the dishwasher, the sink is dirty, let's clean up the sink so we leave it nice. But no, that doesn't happen, it's, it's literally just put the dirty dishes in the dishwasher. So can you pick up the clothes off your floor, off your bedroom floor, It will just be picking up the clothes off the bedroom floor. But anything else that is on the bedroom floor, that stays. Because you just said pick up the clothes from the floor. And so it's these kinds of things that you start thinking, what is happening with this generation? That they can't think, oh, I'm picking up the clothes off the floor. Oh, there's other things. Oh, I might as well just pick that up too. No. So it's a generation of literals, of literals. They, they go by the letter of the law. So if the law just says this, that is the only thing they're going to do. If, if you say just to do this, they will do just that. So if you give them a job description, I will tell you now, they will only do what is in that job description. They're not going to think much outside the box. So this is a generation coming up like that. The entitlement comes because growing up, a lot of this young generation has had everything, and I know a lot of the kids in my area and the kid and the friends that hang out with with our kids they've all have had everything done for them they've all had you know they never had to think about dinner and and even participating in making the dinner or cleaning up the house because either. Mom or dad clean up the house, or there's a maid that comes in because Gen Xers are at the income levels now that well we work a lot because that's all we do is work, and so let's hire a maid to come in and clean. And so you know, so there's things like that. Oh, it's raining outside, so let's drive you to school, and instead of you just taking an umbrella and walking, and there's a lot of things like that. So when. So we hear a lot that this generation is entitled, but there's reasons for entitlement too, and I'll get to that. You know, it's simple things. If they got lost somewhere in transit system and they go into panic mode, oh my God, what do I do? Then they're calling Ubers or calling mom and dad to come and pick them up and bring them home. So there's a lot of things like that where, you know, my generation and the older generations are looking at that thinking, my God, what has happened to you? Because you, it's as though your brain has stopped at a certain point and there's nothing more happening and nothing going forward. And I hear stories of this all the time. So many times. I heard a story the other day where they asked them to sweep, sweep the floor and then pick it up and put in the garbage, and they, they, they couldn't find the dustpan anywhere, so they left it there. So their dad is looking at them as though, well, why did you just leave it there? And the innovation, the innovation isn't there. So, and this is why I thought, okay, there's a lot of this going on. How different was it when we were growing up? And there's a lot of differences that I've noticed. The differences are this. So us as Gen Xers, so the boomers, the Gen Xers, all that, when when we were all growing up, for one, there was very clear and defined expectations. And so I'm going to tell you this, and t- today's podcast is not going to be in the normal point form that I usually like to go in, but I'm just going to give you some things, and, and, and it's a whole conversation to talk about. So this one is, it was clearly defined expectations, That our parents had on us. When I tell you to do something, the expectation is you were going to do it right. And if I told you to clean or to put the dishes in the sink, I expect that it's going to be done right. So there was a lot of expectations that we knew that we had to live up to. There was also a lot of participation in the home in the family life. So participation in the home in that when dinner was being cooked and this went across the board it wasn't just like my home and I and you know I just had a different kind of home. It was all of my friends, all of my classmates, all, most homes were like this. So it's not as though I'm speaking just personally from my own experience. It was like this across the board in almost every home. Of every classmate, colleague that I had. There was an expectation that the children were helping with dinner. They were going to be there either setting the table or helping peel the potatoes or cut up some vegetables. And you were participating in in those things. If there was yard work to do, it wasn't just that mom and dad were out there doing work. There was an expectation That yes, we're all doing the yard work. Someone had to cut the grass and jobs were given. Your job is to cut the grass. Your job is to pull the weeds from the garden. So that we were all participating in the family duties, the household duties. Our parents' generation, so my parents' generation, the boomers and, and above them, how they taught us, that's the key word, they taught us. So... When you became of a certain age in whatever household, if the expectation that family members were going to participate in helping to make the dinner, you were told that, you were said, okay, you're now old enough and you can help participate in making dinner so you're going to peel potatoes and this is going to be your job going forward. On the other end of that, there were also consequences that we had to deal with if we did not live up to those expectations. And the consequences were like, if we were whining or we just didn't, we didn't show up, you know, to help make dinner and our job is to peel potatoes. If we didn't show up, if we whined about it or fought back about it, there was a consequence to that. Oftentimes the consequence was, well, there's no TV or you're not uh, talking on the phone tonight or you're going to peel double the potatoes or maybe you're actually going to take your brother or sister's job as well, right? Because that's for one, that's being rude. You're not fighting back. And two, we're all family members and participating because It's not one person over another because there was, and that eliminates entitlement. It eliminates the entitlement that I get to just sit back while I get served and everyone else do things for me. So I look at things like that. So as we were growing up and and what the differences are and the major differences, major differences with our Gen Z generation are all of those things for one. I don't know where and why all of a sudden the Gen Xers who now have Gen Zs as uh, their children, why we stopped any of that expectation, rules, consequence, form of living. Because that's sort of what controlled the environment. It lessened the entitled behaviors. And it also provided a good groundwork and base for living And for thinking, for thinking ahead, of thinking of things, of being innovative. So I don't know where we went with that. And a lot of that I will equate to our generation works so much. And with the introduction of technology that just enhances our workload, because then we can bring it home and it's never turned off. There's nothing that is ever turned off. Work that used to be just at work now comes home because our technology allows for it and it's never turned off. So we are always have our head in work, in the game all the time. So something has to sacrifice. And I feel as though the sacrifice has been the kids, the kids, this Gen Z generation, the children. And I'll say this and say this with somewhat sadness that that generation has a lot had to grow on their own. They've had to grow on their own. Our generation has made it so that here you go, here's an iPad, and you can sit down and just be quiet while I continue to look at my iPad and continue with work or can continue with my games or continue with whatever it is that I'm doing on my iPad, because that's where my head is at, because we never get to turn it off. And if you don't teach a child, if you don't teach things, if you don't teach a young animal, like in the animal world, and I know I said this on my last podcast, if the parent animals never taught their young ones, they would die. They would die and not survive. And so this is the generation coming up. They haven't been taught a lot of these things, and yet we're expecting so much from them. And they were never told, well, part of the job of of cleaning the dishes is you have to clean the sink. So the expectation is this sink will be spotless every time you clean the dishes. And on the flip side of that, the consequence, if I come home and the sink is filthy dirty, then guess what? You're going to have to come back from wherever you are and clean the sink. Or maybe the next time you're also going to empty the dishwasher and load it and clean the sink. There has to be a consequence to an action that hasn't been done, to the expectation because otherwise nobody cares. We have failed to do that with our kids. It's a generation that doesn't feel a lot of those consequences. And I say this across the board because it, again, it's not just me in my own home experience. This is with friends and their children, colleagues and their children, clients and their children. This is a generational thing. And so when you're asking them to sweep the floor and pick up with a, with a dustpan, if that's the only thing they've ever been told, they will never think to to think of something else because they're a literal generation because we've taught them to be that literal, right? I remember, I remember being young and I remember being in that exact situation where my mom was, you know, said sweep and I couldn't find the dustpan and I drew a blank. And it was my father who came and said, What else can you use to pick it up? And I racked my brain and I I remember crying saying, I don't know, I don't know. He said, sit here and think about it and think about what a dustpan looks like and what it's structured like and what around in the house that is similar. So he sat there and taught me and forced me to think about it so that the next time, and guess what? I thought of a cardboard, a piece of cardboard. Eventually I came to that realization, but it took somebody to literally sit and teach me and be like and be patient and be okay, what is it around here? What is it that you're doing? Think about it. Just stop and think. No, you're not allowed to give up on this because you can't find something. Think about it. No, you're not allowed to pick it up with your hands because that there's gonna be still bits of dust on the floor. That doesn't work. Think about it. So when you force them to think, the brain will think. But if we never force our children's brains to think of these things and think beyond the, the immediate or beyond the literal, they'll never be able to think. And so when we go out and say this is a gen- generation who lacks common sense, absolutely they do but we as their parent generation haven't taught them the common sense to have. So you cannot blame a generation for lacking common sense and not thinking ahead or thinking outside of the box or doing the things that we expect them to do if we've never taught them to do that, if we never had an expectation to do that, and if they've never felt a consequence of not doing that. So it's literally a generation that is just sort of trying it out, figuring it out all on their own because nobody else is teaching them. So I will say this and I'll bring this to you. If you have young ones in the home and I'll say, you know, even if they're really little, start from then, start from then. It is okay. And I keep trying to tell, I tell my clients this, I tell friends and family this It is okay to set the limits with kids. It is okay to give consequences to kids. Trust me, they are not going to hate you. It is okay to turn your own technology off, even for periods of time, so that you can then do the things you need to do for your own children so that when they grow up, Trust me, when they grow up, we want them to be smart people thinking outside of the box. We're going to need it. When we're elderly and can't do things for ourselves, we're going to need them to be able to think outside the box to help us. So it's okay to turn it off, to give them the consequences, to teach them, to be patient with them and show them. You have to show them and then have an expectation, It's necessary to have expectations. And the expectation isn't always that, you know, oh, you're going to be great at everything. Definitely not. The expectation is that you're going to try and you're going to try again and you're going to try again and you're going to try again again until you get it. And trust me, they will get it. Every time they will get it. And some might have to try more times than others, but they will get it. And if you tell them things and they don't do it, if you tell them this is your job, this is what needs to be done and you show them how to do it and then they don't do it, there is a consequence to that because in life there are consequences when when things are not done, when actions that are supposed to be done are not done, when jobs that are supposed to be done are not done. So we cannot keep having our generation just floundering on their own. If you want them to pick the dust off the floor and there is no dustpan in the house, show them once, this is what you can, you can use or ha- force them to think about it, but be patient while they're thinking, but allow them to think about it and not escape it. Allow them to sit there and stay there for as long as it takes for them to think about it. And then you move on from it. So, you know, there are things that we can do, but so is there common sense in this generation? Not a whole bunch yet. Keep in mind, they're still young, they're still learning, and we're still teaching them. But let's not forget to teach them. So if there's no common sense in this young generation... It's because we have failed as an older generation to deliver it to them, to help them establish it. If you're listening to this podcast and you can connect to this and think, okay, what have I been doing? I haven't been doing this and that. Try again. You as an older generation, that's okay too. You fail, try again and try now to do something better for your kid's generation, So that they grow up to be those people who can have a lot of common sense, who can think outside the box, who are not such a literal generation, and who can kind of maybe take their noses out of technology to look at other things, so that they know that they have so many other things at their disposal, that they can do, they can use to create better worlds. So... Let's look at ourselves to make the next generation better because we all need each other. And that's the point of all these podcasts is we all need each other. Let's learn, let's grow, let's hear from each other, let's share knowledge with each other and help and support each other out because that's what we're all here for. So share this podcast with anybody that you know who is a Gen Xer, who's a millennial, who has Gen Z children, and even younger, and even give it to the boomers. The grandparents can definitely continue to teach their children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Let's start doing things that we can do to help each other out. I'd love to hear from you and what you do and what you know. Message me uh, on Facebook it's conscious coaching Inc or send me an email Leah at conscious coaching Inc. I always love to hear from you. So let's keep spreading the word, share, share our stories with each other and share our knowledge with each other and our experiences, because we're all here to help and support each other and know that you are never alone because I'm Leah and I'm in your corner.